Hi friends, welcome back to the Boxcast. Who are you? Don't worry. <gasps> it's just Danielle. It's Danielle. She totally clarked that. Don't worry. Well, okay. Well, today on the Boxcast podcast, I show you how to turn this ramen into live streaming. Well, welcome back to the BoxCast Podcast. I'm Gary. And I'm Danielle. Today, we're going to actually talk about what happens when you have no money. And a lot of problems. A lot of problems. Especially when it comes to live streaming and having gear. But I mean, by the end of this, it's going to be no money, no problems. Well, we're about to turn ramen into filet mignon. All right, let's roll. Well, let's talk about that. Okay. So, so there's a lot of common things that go on with live streaming. There's a lot of pieces and parts to it, right? There's the, you have to have a camera, you got to have audio, you got to have internet, lighting. lighting, location, you know, engagement. We get all that. That stuff's all natural and yep. it makes sense. Yep. But in the turn, when we talk about no money, we're really talking about a budget. And maybe you're even probably looking at something like no budget. Big old zero that's why you can get An that egg. 79 cent thing of ramen noodles <laughs> so with that we wanted to kind of talk today about some tips and tricks some things that we know of some things that we've worked around in our own production setups yes. and settings to help you understand a little bit more about what you can do when you have almost no budget and how you can still live stream absolutely so let's talk camera hit me what what are some ideas you've got there i mean first easily thing everyone's got a cell phone pull it out bingo camera cell phone I iPhone, Android, Google, whatever yeah. you have. Well, most phones, like even most phones today, actually rival a lot of the top-tier production cameras. Oh, honestly, I think my iPhone 13 has a better camera than my Canon. Like, I think I have a Canon, what, C5? Yeah. Well, like, and, <laughs> and software is getting, you know, like way so better. With, so much panorama, so much depth perception. Yeah. And portrait mode. Portrait mode. Yeah. So it really adds a whole lot of uh, extra spices and things yes. that you'd probably get in a pack of ramen that you wouldn't get in regular noodles. <laughs> yeah, but especially when you get that sriracha chicken. Oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. <laughs> but yeah. So when we talk camera, if you don't have the money for a C6 or, you know, a, a Sony PTZ camera or right. even those expensive black magic Ursas, like you do have the ability to use your, your cell phone. And that the cool thing, technology is caught up with that nowadays. Yes. Um, but there's also like other cameras you could use too um, that would come out and probably do pretty well. I know one that we've used and talked about um, is specifically like an iPad camera yep, um, in iPad. that regard. Um, any kind of tablet camera might even work really well. Mm -hmm. um, but these are, we're talking budgetary. So we're not talking like high production, big production nope. stuff. Um, but there's also a couple of ideas. Like I've seen people do live streamings with just webcams. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Webcam. You can do the, the camera that comes in your computer, your browser based camera, like all of those. I mean, we use the, we use those cameras every day for zoom mm -hmm. calls. Um, on our previous episode, we talked about hybrid events. That happens a lot. We use the browser based camera there. Like, you Makes know, sense. any type of per like why have extra equipment when you have it already built in, right? You exactly. already have the laptop. You already have the phone. You already have the iPad. Yeah, absolutely. And I've seen setups where people are using like uh, a Logitech C270. It's a little webcam. It's a 720p oh, yeah. webcam. Just 
and they've Probably. turned that around and they're facing it. I mean, like especially if you're in a house of worship with a small room, yes. and you just want to capture the, maybe the main stage or whatever, they've turned that that webcam around and set up there. I've seen people do that. I've seen people who have bought um, a couple of Logitech, like two hundred dollar Logitech webcams, mm-hmm. and they've set them up multiple places in the room and have routed those in somehow and oh yeah, into capture devices. You know, um, there's there's so much so many options and there's so much of a price range you can pick from. Like you can get quality for under hundred, two hundred dollars Oh, for sure. But you could get really good quality for over a couple of grand, but you could also get really crappy quality for a couple grand because I just think that they're the hot commodity and you need to pay that much. Right. Absolutely. (laughs) So I'm going to pose a question to you then. Okay. Okay. We, we have, um, you know, if you don't have a camera, let's say your cell phone's broken, um, or maybe you're just still running with one of those Motorola razors. <laughs> Flashbacks. Um, I had the Envy flipped up. I had an Envy. Uh, I had an LG chocolate. Oh, yeah. The brown chocolate slider. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and like a Blackberry. I had a Blackberry Storm. Yeah, where you yeah. like this whole screen punched That's in. right, bro. Yeah, the click. Yes. It's, yes. Like, it's all tactile. Anyway, we digress. <laughs> anyway, but like if you don't have an actual physical camera or ability yes. to have a camera webcam or any kind of phone camera, you do have the option of finding a way to record it and then what we call simulate live it. Yes. Um, now, I'm going to pose the question. Okay. All right. Are you a record capture? Or are you a live stream on the moment? Honestly, my gut says live stream on the moment, but I know you're going to argue against me just because <laughs> of the quality. So That's my biggest problem. Yeah, Mine is I want something. I want it live and I want it live now. I don't want to watch it an hour later. I don't want spoilers. I don't want to see things on social media about stuff being like, ah, oh, here's the end of the game. Here's the score. Here's how this went. So if I'm doing it live and just going with it with my phone camera i'm i'm clearly one at the event so that's one part but two i know that like there's only maybe like a 30 second delay versus like an hour delay where you record and then sim live after and i have to wait you know by the time that it's done it's been two hours after the event's over right yeah like (sighs) i see that i see that i'm i'm more of a if i don't have the right equipment or if i just feel sketch about something then, you know, if I feel like something's super janky, then I'm literally going to just record it and then upload and share it, you know, within a few minutes. Now, I can't tell you that technology's gotten a lot better yes. where live streaming is a lot easier to do on the fly versus having a full production setup. Oh, but. absolutely. And that's that's where, like, apps come in and different things like that that you can literally just hit, go live. We have one here called the Broadcaster app. You just turn it on, go. But that requires internet. Yes, it does. Yeah. So and if you're, we you can talk about the internet or you don't have really, really spotty internet or you're on really public Wi-Fi and everyone else is on the public Wi-Fi. Or like your cellular data is awful. <laughs> or, or you ran out of data minutes for the month. Yep. What you going to do? Which, and in that case, you have to, you, you have, have to, to sim live. You have to record right. and sim. You got to record and sim. But right. if I have the option, I'm going to do it live. Yeah, I think that would be mine too, but I'm I'm I lean more towards the record and share just because I want the quality to still be maintained. Yeah. And if it's also an event in my opinion that is not like hyper important to be record like to actually be live streamed, yes. then I can see that. But I do agree with you in a regard. I'm not going to argue <laughs> against you, but I do with you. I, I if I can live stream it, I'm going to do it first. All right. Mark that on the calendar. Gary's not going to argue I'm against me. I'm not going to argue today. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> also because I've had a ton of tea, so we're fine. I'm not a coffee drinker, dude. I don't Um, just espresso. Espresso. <laughs> 
We're well, gonna if you're gonna take it, take it back. Go done. She's a little bougie over here. <laughs> All right. I don't like the taste of real coffee, which I know espresso is real coffee. We can argue about that, but. I like it with a, a lot of milk and syrup, not just straight coffee. <laughs> In other words, she likes it Americanized. Lots oh, of yes. sugar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want hot chocolate with a splash of espresso, not espresso with, you know, or not coffee with a splash of milk. I like, uh, got you. Okay. <laughs> Well, speaking of splashes, um, <laughs> it's a little difficult in live streaming world when you can't see somebody. Yes. Right? So what about lighting? Yes. The biggest tip is try and find that natural light. The biggest thing is when you're outside and it's mid-July, August, September, whatever time of year it is, you have to know. It's 120 degrees out. It's warm. The sun is beating. We want you to find natural light. But to that point... Don't stand in the sun where you're being blinded and you're squinting or don't record into the sun where you've got glare. The biggest thing is you want to make sure you find the natural light, but also you play to the shadows because also don't be in the shadow where no one can see your face. Like you have to make sure that you angle it enough where you can see everything, but know that it's not going to be perfect like it would be if you had studio lights. Right. Yeah. Natural light actually is probably one of my most favorite lights. The only problem with natural light is it's a little bluer than I'd like. Um, So you have to take that in consideration when you're trying to actually do anything in the live streaming world or even recording for that matter. And you can't do a white balance and you can't do color correction. So you have to kind of take that in consideration. Like there's a little bit of here, but, but natural light is probably a way better temperature um, of light. So it makes it easier but I like what you said about glare and that's a big thing. Like there's a thing in production called the rule of thirds. Yeah. I love um, the rule of thirds. Yeah. And it not only applies to video, it applies to photography as yes. well. And I like to apply it to life. <laughs> the rule of thirds in life. In life. So the rule of thirds, can you give me a, just a basic overview of a rule of thirds? Yeah. So the rule of thirds is your camera is split into three sections. It's a nine by nine grid. Basically that it's three by three. So it makes nine squares. The idea is you want to be in the middle of that square or up or even on the bottom line to give yourself headspace. You want to make sure that you're either center or on a little bit of the side to give you side space. You want to make sure you have below space. You want to make sure that your person in the frame is in either that middle box or in one of the connecting intersection points around that mm-hmm. to ensure that you have a really great like framed piece of production, whether it's a video or photo. Right. The framing is important with that. In yes. our, now, I know with our broadcaster app, we give you a grid, which is the lower third option to help with that. I've seen other apps that do that yeah, as well. Yeah, I mean, your camera app on your iPhone, you can turn on and turn off on the grid. Turn on a grid, yep. You can turn it on in the lower thirds. Um, and so it's important that if you get the right, just, and we're not telling you you have to be professionals with it, but if you get no. the, just the enough of an, uh, framing on that, like you can actually help reduce glare p- quite well. We we do that here actually too uh, with our light systems. We only have two lights up here um, that we use, and so with me sitting at the right angle to this camera, um, at the right angle, you won't see the glare as much as it yep. hits. Now, if and I move my head, that's a completely different. Scenario. Yeah, and then same with this direction for me. Then you've got our middle. You may see a little bit reflection in the glasses, but it's nothing that's like too wild. Right, exactly. So framing is important, especially. Um, if you don't have a, like a full production setup, framing in general will help make that that quality a little bit better. Yeah, and one of the other rules is like when you're framing, you can also then see what's in your surroundings. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't want someone doing something weird in the corner over here. Photobomb! Yeah, you don't want like 
car is zipping by. You don't want distraction in the lower corners or the upper right. corners. Then you might have like the sun up here that's glaring in. You just want to make sure like if you're looking at that and you're seeing the, the nine squares, you're like, okay, all nine squares, good, check, done. Then you're good. Like there's no like you need to be at an eight degree angle with 45 <laughs> degree torque. Like it's not that much of science. It's really just making sure that you have looked around your surroundings. You have looked at the glare. You have made sure that you're the thing that you're looking, you're recording, whether it's a sporting event or a person, they are in focus and they're in the center. Obviously right. sporting events are a little hard. You've got a lot of movement, especially if you're playing you know, football or yeah. You know, you're doing like a running sport. Like, oh my gosh, I can't tell you how many times my parents soccer tried running <laughs> tried to record me running, and it was just like, and like it was just a blur. And like they caught half, they got like two of my legs. Like yeah. I only have two legs, but they caught like the lower parts of my legs because they were like trying to do it all at one time, and it was just like. I know okay. that Josh told me um, one time. He's like, uh, Josh, one of Josh's hot tips. I think it was like number. 592 or whatever <laughs> he said that when you do uh, any kind of sporting event and you're doing tracking with sporting events just pick something and track that yes. so like for example the tracking um that they do with like say you know nfl sports games football nba is they don't track the player they track the ball yes so they exactly. stick on the ball so that that would be a good thing obviously it's a little hard if you're playing like soccer and the ball is being moved a lot if you're playing football and you're not sure mm -hmm. if it's going to be passed or thrown you know ran or whatever like obviously there's a lot of options but if you are at least you know 85 percent attentive to that you're you're going to get the shot yeah like, absolutely and it'll look pretty decent so. yeah absolutely now we talk about lighting and scope of you know being natural light but a lot of times sometimes you're filming things or you're recording things or live streaming things that aren't going to be in the natural light no. so that's where i we you've seen technology with this increase heavily yes at least in the i would say at least in the last six years six or seven years ring lights have oh my become gosh huge... tiktok has brought ring lights to the front right how many times have i walked down like watch my dogs and i see like 14 year olds with a little ring light outside and i'm like you guys have natural light you don't need to be a ring light outside but like they want that like how many times have you had you've seen that aspect and like you even just on zoom like i know um, people have gotten like those just like morning lights to help that like mm -hmm. sunlight, especially in gloomy Ohio in the winter, you want just something, but like, it's amazing how, like when you turn on like, you know, just a little like loom light or ring light and it's just like, boom, it just gives you a little bit that, that like chef's kiss of light. Yeah. And um, we would, we would definitely highly recommend that if you look into a, a ring light of any sort, or even like an RGB panel light that maybe you find one that has color, um, adjustment and yes. temperature adjustment. So that way you're able to actually tone down or tone up the color from being cool or hot or red uh, in this case. Um, and it makes more a lot of sense, especially in that regard. Oh, yeah. I mean, we do that with our lights in our house. We have, like, smart bulbs all over. Yeah. And, like, they're, like, perfectly balanced between cool and warm. And, like, sometimes if I really need it, like, warmy, I'll turn it. But if I need, like, that bright, like, almost, like, hospital sterile light, I turn it all the way up so I can see something. See? Yeah. See, that's the thing. I don't know. Maybe Wade can give me a thumbs up here for a second. Wade, are you a 4,400K person? He's about 40. He said 4,500. Yeah. I, I, I like between 42 and 45 is where I put my color in my lights. Yes. Um, and that's also just based on camera and like your cell phone. Like I've done that with many times or where you're at in the room and how mm -hmm. much blue lights available coming from your lights. So 
There's a lot there. Oh, yeah. And I know, like, a lot of the times the biggest thing is, like, when I'm on a Zoom or something, I've got a lot of reflection from both my screens coming in. So I have to watch, and I'm like, ooh, that looks a little weird. So, like, I'll turn my back one to kind of, like, I have, like, a little office light behind me. I turn it just a little bit of a color to either match it or to make it yeah. that balanced piece so I'm not, like oh my God, it's too blue in here. Or it's too yellow. And like we, I mean, my office is peach colored walls. So like, obviously I like bright things, but I wanted to make sure that it's not too bright <laughs> because it does, it does get a lot after a while, especially like early mornings and it's like dark and rainy outside. Oh, yeah. Like there's a reason why I don't turn on like the overhead light in my office. I only turn on the lamp. Oh yeah. Well, and then you have to be very careful. Some cameras, especially if you're using like a webcam, for example, some some cameras just can't see color oh, no. uh, differentials like that very well, so you have to be careful. But. No, especially if you try to like zoom or gray out the background and blur yeah. it out, and then all of a sudden you like lose a shoulder. Yep, exactly. All or right. you know you put the color light up, you know red turns to orange. So <laughs> yes, exactly. Got to be careful with that. But yeah, so what uh, what would you say about we're moving topics really quickly? Sorry guys, but what would you say about when it comes to you know making our ramen noodle into filet mignon? Uh, when it comes to audio. Oh, audio. Obviously, we love mics. We, we've talked about them so many times. I love my MV7. We love these. We love, you know, our handhelds. We love our loves. But honestly, I have found that if I don't have one of those available, AirPods. My AirPods pick up my audio perfectly. Mm, Obviously, that's for me. Great thought. If that's for me, if I'm talking, the AirPod makes it so much better. One, I can hear obviously because I have it in, but two, I know that it's picking up that, that audio and it's not necessarily picking up all of the surroundings. I know it's not like, it definitely does pick up some at the time, but it definitely picks up me first. If you don't have that available in your rec- or you're recording somebody out like Gary, something you can do is you make sure you have that projection. So, you know, some really cheap like college tips right now, or like if you need something to be more of a speaker, put it in a cup, glass cup, put it in the speaker, can project out it completely. Oh, like, yeah, the reflect- amplification, yep. reflection, yeah. But obviously if Gary is talking and he, I'm recording over here and he's talking and we're not, he doesn't have a mic, uh, projection. Like he has to know that he has to speak up and loud and clear, slow, but right. also like not yelling at me because we don't need to be yelling into the microphone ever. Whoa. Sorry, Wade. But you can't be whispering because then no one's going to hear you. Right. You have to make sure you have that good balance, that clear articulation. You everything. put those glasses on, you went fire mode on me. <sighs> Listen, came to play today. That's right. I will say, <laughs> came to play today, I like that. I will say that there's some really good microphone systems out there that do work with an iPhone or with an oh, a, yeah. a tablet. Um, Rode actually released one a little while ago. I have one. Uh, one of the wireless uh, clip uh, Bluetooth mics. Oh no, not that one. But I have a, I do have a Rode one at home. Oh, Rode mics are really great. I love them. Although I'm an MV7 guy, I, I love. I have, I have both. Mics. I'm, I'm not a brand snob when it comes to my microphones. I'll be honest. Really? No. I am. <laughs> <laughs> but Rode makes a really nice uh, Bluetooth version. I forget the name of the model number, and I'm sorry. Maybe Wade could find it for us and put it in here. But um, it's a really great microphone. It actually clips on. It's Bluetooth connection to your device. It's fairly inexpensive. If it's a higher and piece of equipment that you're wanting to buy and not looking at a camera, then you would want to go with a microphone at that point. I do have um, like a little mic set that 
plugs right into my iPhone. I bought off of Amazon, I think for like 70 bucks. It comes with like almost like a boom style. It comes yeah. with a lav. It yeah. comes with the muffler, everything that comes together. It like comes in a little roll up package and I throw it right in my Be camera bag. Be careful with those though, because yes. the Amazon specials don't always end up working well. Now I will tell you there's a microphone and again, I'm a sure snob. Um, but the MV7 uh, is this mic here, which is a great podcasting mic and studio microphone. But the MV88 yes. is a really awesome option it that you can get. It comes with a little tripod. It's got a little tripod. It's got a whole package of uh, connectors is. and stuff. It's a really great option, especially you can turn the microphone and do you know, a bunch of different styles. You selfie style. You can set it up. Yep. Um, yeah, I do also have that at home. I, I love that. Uh, I have recorded a few things for like, you know, I was, I was doing my master's program for a while there. So like... I did had to record myself giving a presentation and I was like, Oh, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Right. So I put in my mic, attached it, yeah. you know, set it up. Perfect. And it works well. I I've used that microphone for a lot of interview things that I've done. I've also used that microphone quite often as a zoom mic. Oh. Um, we put it up. Um, in fact, when I was, when I first got it, I actually put it on a boom arm. <laughs> innovation right there right um so yeah so put on a boom arm it actually works really well because then you can move it and get in further where but the, the the thing about microphone and audio though i think if you're interviewing or you're talking or you're having live streaming that you're doing anything that has audio and is a prominent audio we're talking prominent like an interview style or maybe you're capturing some sort of news um event or something of that nature uh, with audio the importance is the subject has to be able to be heard. So yes. speaking clearly, projecting, announce, enunciating, I always say it wrong, <laughs> always say it wrong, you know, deliberately making sure that you're not clipping mumbling. your mic or mumbling or fumbling. We're talking in your too words. fast. Right. That's my problem. Right. I talk too fast sometimes. Wade, I get really hyped up and it just rolls. My Wade mom's does like, that too from time to time. But, Wade, <laughs> but Wade's also a professional. So, but in turn with that, like, is this speaking clearly and making sure that you're enunciating? Hey, I did it right this time. And you're making sure that you're enunciating and speaking clearly and having that projection. It will do an immense amount with just a, like your device's audio capturing device, like the microphone that's inside of it. Yeah. So. I mean, have you ever recorded a concert on your phone and you listen to it later and you're like, Oh, all this I hear like nothing like what I heard. All I hear is the music too loud, but then I hear myself singing because I'm next to the microphone and I'm just really hyped about the song. And so I'm swinging and swaying and all of that jazz. Then you listen back into it and you're like, ew, yeah. don't, don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> so be careful. You know, always don't, be careful. Don't record your concerts. No one wants to see them. There's a lot to this ramen filet mignon thing. Yes. So, so with that, you're probably thinking, well, if we're live streaming the event, what do I need to do to live stream it? Well, there's one big piece of this puzzle <laughs> um, that we're going to be, we got to hit, and that's obviously the intrawebs. Yes. I mean, we kind of touched about it a little bit earlier of like, no internet. What do you do? Obviously, Gary loves to record in Sim Live, but what if you don't have Sim Live as an option? What mm. happens then? You what rip you it do? to DVD. <laughs> Flash drive, floppy disk. Actually, floppy disk or even a VHS. You know those are making a comeback now, right? Like, oh. we're all aware of those, right? I didn't know it was coming back. Stranger like, Things, man, has really picked that up. Yes, you know, running up that hill. I am a VHS kid. <laughs> yes, yeah, same. We had a, the, the rewinder. I had, put it in like, I had the spinner oh. that you slid them all in. It was like a 48 VHS yeah. spin that sucker around. You're like, hmm, carousel, what do I want? Yeah, my mom's got like 15 shelves of Disney VHSs in <gasps> oh, like the office. The nostalgia is kicking in. Geek. Yeah, I told her that we should sell those for money. Yeah, <laughs> you could. But there's 
there is that aspect of like, what do you do when you don't have internet? Well, obviously recording it is your, is your only option. Um, especially if you're recording it on your phone or, you know, your tablet device. But what if you had some sort of internet, but you don't have like a hard line connection or a Wi-Fi connection, you'd probably want to jump to mobile. Mm -hmm. And that's a big thing right now with a lot of live streamers. Like I can tell you, Josh and Wade's company, they have, um, they, they have a mobile unit that they use a mobile cellular unit that is a hotspot in words. Um, but they have a router that's attached and there are these companies that make them pep wave is, is one, um, Motorola, I believe makes one Netgear makes one, but what they essentially do is they, it's a, it's a router. And inside of that router is, um, they call them SIM card inserts. So you can take the SIM card from your wireless carrier, insert it into the, into this, this essential, this router. Mm -hmm. Okay. Or they call it a cellular bonder and it will then act like a cell phone where it's picking up the signal from the cell towers and then you're able to use the data as a hotspot. Yeah. Yeah. I do love my hotspot. I I do use that frequently. I do too. Yeah. I used Uh, it last night. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yeah, we've, I've used it when stuff like my iPad, I'm not going to pay to have another mobile line to my iPad when I have hotspot on my one. So obviously I connect that when I need something. So what happens if there's a storm the Wi-Fi connections out, the cellular's crap because either there's eight twenty people or that storm's in there. You have no hard line, and you can't sim live. Yeah, you're in big trouble. <laughs> you are eating the flavor pack of the ramen at that point. You yes. don't even get the noodles. You just get the flavor packet with Whoa. some water. It's <laughs> a little bitter. <laughs> yeah, that's a, but, that's a hard scenario. I mean, because you you're really cutting out every piece of the puzzle that you would have as a backup. Yes. So if you can't record, then I you know at this point in time, it's just enjoy the show. Yeah, but you know? with that though, there are ways to use the bare minimum equipment, bare minimum you know, styling techniques Mm -hmm. to get a good show. I mean, I have seen multitudes of things that have been recorded just via an iPhone with a ring light, maybe a mic, maybe not. And on, on mobile. And it's turned out better than sometimes just with cameras and a full production because the simplicity just helps. It just takes down that pressure of like, here's what I have. Here's what I can do. Obviously, if you've got the chance to do full gear and like full camera and you've got that clear 4k, awesome yeah go for it but but if you don't it's okay like it does not matter the level of production experience or the level of complexity as long as the show looks good in reality right and and this is also for the person who may is like learning to dabble into the live streaming or even in the production and videography world um i know like i know friends who have started in this business before or started in that industry before and have literally only started with a single camera and final cut pro. Right. And then they got in, they got into that business and now their business takes off where they're, they've got maybe six or eight clients in a single week. That yeah. They're and they've got with. four or five real cameras. Right. They've got how many lighting, things of lights, they've got, audio, mics, they've got like yeah. six crates of wires. Like, but yes, to start, simple is better. Don't make it complex. Don't make it too hard to learn. Right. Start simple. I mean, when I started learning how to, I have a video production degree. So when I was starting that, when I was in college, like they handed us like this tiny little camcorder Mm -hmm. and a loft mic and said, go interview five people on campus. And I was like, okay, like Mm -hmm. walking out with my little tripod, my little mic. And then I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. And then eventually it became like, 
I'm lugging around a light kit. I'm lugging around the full audio kit under an arm. I've got the camera in the other arm. I've got another guy who's helping carrying something else. I've got like a little dolly of stuff. And I'm like, just to interview four people on campus. Yeah. But in order to get to that step, I had to idle crawl before I could walk and run. And that was the biggest key right there is because if you try, if they, if they would have thrown me into a full on production and said, run this camera, run this lighting, run this switcher. I'd been like, do you want this to go well? <laughs> because <laughs> I didn't know. I was, I, I was well, so Well, no, new. we're just testing you. <laughs> right. And that's the biggest thing is like, obviously with my major, it's classes. So they're building you up and up. But at that point, it also just like, the more you practice, the more you get better at it. Like yeah. there can be times where like, we could be like, Hey, we, we need to record something. And Wade whips out two cameras real fast, plugs it in and we're done in three minutes this morning. You know, it took us like 15, 20 minutes to get everything set up because we needed to have more. We need to have two mics. We need to have two lights. We need to have multiple camera setups. Like we needed to have the complexity to get the show that you're watching right now. So right. all of it, that said, that takes a lot to make me look beautiful by the way. Just, <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of filters over here. There's a lot of <laughs> NSF filters. All with that said though, don't, stress about it like if you have at least a phone and at least some wi-fi you can stream yeah absolutely and if you don't you always have that backup option i've seen um a lot of tv shows i've seen a lot of tv production shows who use gopros too oh so. i love my gopro or, or an action cam in general yes. now again be careful with those Amazon buys, my friends. <laughs> okay, not all of those action cams are really good, but you can you could probably get an action cam. I mean, for you can get a lot of bucks. refurbished. Yeah, a lot of action cameras, GoPros. Like if someone has like a five or you know version five or six, and they want a twelve now, like they're gonna sell their old one. You can buy one for a hundred under hundred bucks. Um, yeah, they're a great learning piece because they they do come with like an app too, where you can edit and clip and all that mm-hmm. stuff inside of just your phone, and that's so nice. Um, obviously, as you get more experience, you may have like you may go into the Adobe suite. I know like they've got one that crosses between mobile and desktop, which is just I love that. Yeah, there's because a I lot can of edit, start there, editing yeah. on my phone, and then I can I can import on my phone, and then it's right on my computer when I get home. And yeah, there's a lot of options you have, and then you can go the gambit from you know being super simple to maybe getting yes. like a stabilizer or a, a good tripod, or there's a whole lot of accessories that go into this. But oh, what yeah. what we wanted to talk about was with if you were working with ramen noodles, what is the best dish you could make? And the same thing in here in concept with live streaming. If you're yes. working with nothing in your live stream, um, you, you know only a, a simple cell phone and maybe some internet, then what is the best way to do that? So I hope we gave you a lot of tips today. I'm going to land this plane. We're going <laughs> to finish out this meal and then, you know, uh, in flight service is over. So, but we wanted to kind of give you everybody who's watching and listening today, a little bit of an idea that you can do this. Like yes. technology has caught up with us. You can do this. Yeah. They're the ability to handle a live stream with just a simple phone now or, or anything that's, you know, like an iPad that can be connected to an internet connection is possible. Yes. There are, categories now at film festivals for made on mobile oh yes yeah yeah I've there seen are that. there are anywhere between 14 year olds to 95 year olds out there making full films on iphones you can do it's a true. live stream and you apple, can do a live stream. apple even says in their ads they said made with iphone yes right and where they so film it with an iphone so yeah don't fret don't worry buy your ramen enjoy it one day you will have the filet mignon of live streaming but until then you can do unless this. you buy the filet mignon version of the ramen then <laughs> then you've got the best of both worlds then you do have the best of both worlds so <laughs> well that's it planes landed all right friends thanks for watching and happy streaming yep